awesome people welcome or welcome back to the outlook podcast my name is naomi and if you're new here this is the outlook podcast this is a podcast where i share my outlook or perspective on different topics using the word of god and once in a while i bring in awesome people to have conversations with me on different topics such as relationships careers mental health and faith related topics And I also bring you into my life right now as someone navigating their 20s and also being a medical student. I'm excited about today. I'm excited that you're here. Thank you for joining me. Let's get into today's episode. To our loyal listeners, thank you so much for sticking around. We are back. I took a break because I was having exams and if this is your first time listening, thank you so much for checking out the Outlook podcast. Please make sure to listen to the other episodes. So last week, I met up with a friend of mine. Her name is Becky. And as I was doing her hair and as we were casually chatting, I told her how one of the things I have vividly witnessed in her life over the years is how God has been so faithful to provide for her. Even in times when she had no idea how she would pay her next rent, God has kept on showing up in her life. And it's either he, you know, provide a job or he provide a client through her business and so many other ways that, you know, she can only be able to attest to. So I hope that I hope that one day she'll be able to actually come and, you know, share more of that. But one thing that I have also noticed is that even though Becky is hardworking, God has provided beyond her efforts. And I feel like over the years that has really encouraged me in so many ways, firstly to work hard and to also believe that God will provide exceedingly abundantly above all that I can ever imagine or even think of. Anyway, as we kept on having this conversation, her response to what I told her is something that I've honestly been reflecting on ever since. So one of the things that she said that was so profound was that her greatest blessing so far hasn't been the material things. It's been the gift of people, how God has provided people, family, friends, and even strangers to be there for her in the, you know, in the different stages of her life. This is an answer that I wasn't expecting, but to be honest, now that I think about it, I have seen, one thing I have seen about Becky is that because she has been able to recognize the value of people in her life, she lives like it. And what I mean by this is that she appreciates the people in her life because she has understood the importance of people in her life, you know. I believe there's something about recognizing the value of people in our lives because when we do so, we'll not take them for granted and we won't miss what we need to give and what we need to receive from them. And I say this intentionally because I feel like sometimes there's this tendency of feeling entitled that people owe you things and so you forget that there's something that you also have to give because one thing we need to realize is that you too are a gift that others are waiting to experience. As I was preparing for this, I just realized that if you don't recognize the gift in your, in your presence, you will not receive it. And if you don't recognize the gift that you are to others, you will not know what to give of yourself. 
So understanding that you too are a gift is so important because others need to experience the gift that you are. So people are so important. You are important to someone and you know we are all important to each other. So from everything that I have said so far, one thing is certain that if you and I ever want to go far in life, we need to nature the the right relationships around us and also realize that people are a gift people are so important we can't do life without people because even the things that you're praying for right now the things that you're hoping for god will use people to answer them um some time ago i was at a certain event and i heard this lady say that she throughout her life she's witnessed god speak um, she's witnessed God use people to speak good about her in rooms that she had never dreamed she would be in. So God will use people to to speak good about you um, in front of kings and queens. And you know, you're going to be brought before kings and queens because someone recommended you, because someone spoke good of you in that room. But when she said that statement and when she spoke up, when she spoke about her experience, I feel like for me that even just reminded me how that statement can only happen if your character is something to be admired of if your character was something that you know was worth it for you to be mentioned in those rooms for people to be able to speak good of you your character must speak must speak for you as well so because the kind of things that people will speak about you would depend on your character what kind of a person are you and what kind of rep- reputation do you leave on people and of course, there are certain things that people will say about you that you have no control over. But as long as you're consistent with your character and you do your part, your character will speak for you. So even the things that people are speaking about us in those rooms or in, in the rooms that we know we, don't, we are not in, it also depends on our character. What people are going to say about you is really how you live your life. And so... We must be careful how we live our lives as well. I feel like that was one of the takeaways that I also took in as much as people are going to be used. God will use people to speak, you know, good of you in these rooms. We must be careful also how we live our lives because, you know, they're going to speak of what they have seen. Um, so I actually shared this that I'm sharing with you guys um, on Facebook. I did a short write-up about it on Facebook. And so... After I shared on Facebook, because my Facebook and my Instagram are not connected, I decided to go on Instagram and repost the same stuff that I had posted on Facebook. But as soon as I opened Instagram, what are the odds, guys, that immediately I opened Instagram, the first video that I found, that I stumbled upon, actually, the, the, the first video, the in fact, the first post that was like on top of my my feed was a video of this girl explaining exactly the same thing I was talking about on Facebook and exactly the same information that I'm sharing with you guys right now. Um, so it was a video of a girl who was talking about how a long time ago she used to be one of those people that would say that, you know, she doesn't like human beings and partly because she was an introvert and so she preferred to be with John. And she just felt like people were just too much sometimes, or too much to do with, and they were hectic and whatnot. And obviously, some of us can relate to this right now. But over time, she realized that as a believer, and even if you're not a Christian, you can't do life alone. 
and you have to value people because human beings are one of god's greatest assets here on earth so anyway i'm just going to be sharing some of the things some of the points um that she shared in the video because i feel like it was so profound and it encouraged me so much so i feel like this and the message that she shared really just marries together with what i am sharing with you guys right now about the importance of people and the gift that people are to our lives she talked about how some of the things that you're praying for right now that people that are positioned to answer your prayers if you have a job right now obviously it just didn't fall from heaven people hired you for that job maybe someone actually recommended you for that job i actually saw a post a few days ago where someone had actually talked about how recommendation is the best form of marketing. And recommendation is through people. People are the ones that recommend, you know, your products or they're the ones that recommend another person, you know, for the job. Um, the clients, the customers, the, your investors. If you're in business, you understand that all these are people. And so God uses all these people, you know, to come through for you. And it's a principle in business. The clients, the customers are the ones with the money. So the money that you're looking for are with the clients. They are with the people. But besides all these, even divine help comes in form of people. She gave examples in the Bible. And some of these examples are the butler to Joseph, Jethro to Moses, Jonathan to David, Mordecai to Esther, John to Jesus, all these are examples that she gave, I feel like were so interesting. She, in the video, she did not highlight more on the video. She just gave examples just as I have given you. But I'm going to highlight a little more on each, on some of the examples, just so that we can have a better understanding of what um, she was talking about. And hopefully we can be able to understand the importance of people and how these people were important even for the other person to fulfill their purpose, right? So the first example that she gave was the butler to Joseph. We know Joseph, the famous Joseph, who eventually became this guy who was put in charge of the whole land of Egypt. At your spare time, you can find this example in genesis chapter 40 and chapter 41 so the story starts with the cupbearer and the baker so the cupbearer and the baker had annoyed the master or the king of egypt and the king of egypt threw them into prison and we know from the story of joseph that joseph was thrown into prison and this was the same prison that the cupbearer and the baker were thrown into so one day, these guys had two of them. They slept and they had a dream. You know, they had two different dreams at the same time. And they woke up so distressed, they didn't know what their dreams meant. And so Joseph, having been in the same prison, came to them and told them, hey, like, why are you looking so distressed and whatnot? And they told him, we had these dreams together at the same time, and we don't know what the, the dreams mean. And so Joseph said, hey, firstly, um, I need you to understand that or dream interpretations are from God, like, you know, it's God who's going to interpret for you. And so he told them to tell them their dreams and jo um, the cupbearer and the baker to the king told Joseph their dreams and Joseph interpreted their dreams. And eventually they came out of prison and how Joseph interpreted their dreams, you know, 
came to like what Joseph said came to pass. And so while after he interpreted their dreams, in fact, while they were still in prison, Joseph told him, told the cupbearer and the baker that, hey, when you go out there, please do not forget me. Please do not forget your boy, you know, because I was falsely accused when I came in here. So two years down the line, they were outside, obviously enjoying life. Two years down the line, obviously they forgot about him. But two years down the line, the king of Egypt, Pharaoh, has a dream, has like two dreams, and he wakes up so distressed, he calls all the magicians in the land to interpret that his dream, and all of them failed to interpret that his dream. And so the cupbearer remembers, he's like, hey, while I was in prison, there's, there was this guy who interpreted our dreams, like we had dreams, and, you know, we were so distressed and whatnot, but this guy interpreted our dreams, there's this Hebrew boy who interpreted our dreams, and they actually came to pass. So then Joseph is now called out to interpret um, Pharaoh's dream. And obviously, the rest is history. Joseph eventually rose to the ranks and he became one of the big men in the land. And he was put in charge of the whole land of Egypt because of that. So now we understand how that, you know, the butler, if it wasn't for the butler, if the butler did not remember Joseph, you know, when you went out there, if the butler did not speak good of Joseph, you know, when he went out there, Joseph wouldn't have come out of prison. Maybe it would have even taken longer for Joseph to come out of prison. We don't know, you know, but we see how so instrumental the butler was to Joseph, to Joseph's dream and to Joseph um, eventually accomplishing what God wanted him to, to, to do. Because we know that Joseph obviously had a dream um of where he was going to go and that dream was given by god and we see how this guy the cupbearer in other versions they say the butler how important and how instrumental he was to david's purpose so we understand now like people are so important even strangers are so important how you also treat other people are you kind to strangers because it's those strangers sometimes that will speak good of you and recommend you in places or speak good of you in rooms that you'll never be in so i felt like that was so important to just mention the second example is jethro to moses this was also interesting i found this interesting because jethro was actually jo moses um father-in-law so you can find this at your spare time in Exodus 18 and you can just read about the whole story and the whole um, experience. So what was happening here is that Moses was having all these people come to him and a lot of people were coming to him. It's like he was the only leader and a lot of people were coming to him for help and to seek God's will over their lives. And it was exhausting Moses. So when he told his father-in-law about it, his father-in-law gave him two strategies. So Basically, his father-in-law helped Moses to avoid all the burnout of trying to do the leadership all by himself. So let's just go to Exodus 18 and read about the two strategies that the father-in-law gave Moses. So I'm reading from Exodus chapter 18, verse, verse 17. So it says, Mo Moses' father-in-law replied, What you're doing is not good. You and these people who come to you, who only wear yourselves out, the work is too heavy for you, you cannot handle it alone. Listen now to me and I'll give you some advice and may God be with you. You must be the people's representative before God 
and bring their disputes to him. So verse 20 is the first strategy that he gave him. So he told him to teach them the decrees and the laws and show them the way to live and, you know, the duties that they're, they're to perform. So basically he was telling, the first strategy he told Moses was to tell the people, to teach the people the laws and, you know, the decrees so that they can be able to know what they need to do at a particular time and be able to solve certain issues on their own, right? And then the second strategy that he gave him was, is in, um, verse 21 which says that um, select capable men from all the people men who fear god trustworthy men who hate dishonest gain and appoint them as officials over thousands hundred fifties and tens and have them serve as judges for the people at all times so basically he taught him the principle of delegation if you have heard about the principle of delegation it's not a foreign principle it's in the bible guys so he basically told him to choose some men that were going to help him do the work that Moses was doing. And that honestly just helped him, you know, helped, it helped him avoid the burnout of leadership and the things that she was doing. If Moses had no guidance or had no wisdom, had no wisdom, through this time he would have obviously just given up and felt like gotten overwhelmed and given up on whatever god had when whatever assignment god had given him to do but because he had the wisdom of his father of his father-in-law and he had the people to help him he had all these men to help him that he chose that helped him you know reduce the load and it helped him not burn out um and tap out because sometimes you are not tired you are not you don't want to quit you are really just tired and so it it reduced the load of you know of of moses and i think this is so profound um it it, it even just speaks to the kind of people that we have around us the kind of people that we have around us as we journey you know as we are on this journey of purpose to do what god wants us to do is so important because the kind of people that we have around us are the ones that you know will give us advice it can either be good or bad and so you see how instrumental people are in our lives and how much even their advice matters because it will either propel us or it will take us back and slow us down so i feel like this was also one interesting example Another example is Jonathan and David. We know that Jonathan and David were really good friends. And Saul was after David. David was about to be killed because, you know, Saul had his his own plans. But Jonathan and David were really good friends. And we know that Jonathan was the son to Saul. So, you know, he was able to, he was in the same room when, he was in the same room with his father when his father was planning to kill David. And so... Jonathan helped David to have an escape plan. And so he helped him to, you know, run away from from him being killed and whatnot. So we see how obviously David had a purpose, a certain purpose that God had put on his life, you know, to be king and all that stuff. And we see how Jonathan was so important to even just his life. And I remember actually reading about a story of this guy called Mephibosheth, who was actually David's descendant. I mean, he was actually Jonathan's descendant. 
and Mephibosheth was actually shown mercy on Dave, uh, by David because of Jonathan. So you see how because of the relationship that Jonathan and David had, David was able to remember Jonathan's descendant and he was able to show mercy on Jonathan's descendant and, you know, provide help for Jonathan's descendant because of the kind of person that Jonathan was to, to David. So again, the importance of people, the importance of people in our lives and the importance of actually just being a good person and even just establishing good relationships because those relationships will speak for you in future. They will speak for your generation, your next generation to come or the kind of person that you were to other people. You know, it it just doesn't end with you, right? Like your character and the kind of person that you were to other people will not just end with you, it will also go as far as your descendants. And we see this in this example that with the kind of um, relationship that Jonathan and David, and even just the things that Jonathan did for David, we see how that because of what Jonathan did for David, David was able to extend that help even further down to, you know, I don't know how many generations down past because I think Mephibosheth was like, the grandson of the grandson you know like it was down the line it wasn't the family connection where you, you easily explain right it was down the line but david was able to remember that so your kindness your character goes it it, it will outlive you you know another example that you mentioned that was very interesting that i thought i should highlight was mordecai and esther mordecai to esther so we know that mordecai was the guy that raised esther and Esther was queen. And so there was a time when they wanted to kill her people. And so Mordecai basically helped Esther to step out um, of her comfort zone and do something so that her people are not killed because Mordecai was also going to be killed. And even she would have been killed, you know, because there was this declaration that everyone should be killed. Everyone of her people should be killed. And so Mordecai pushed Esther to do something about what uh, about that decree and so if it wasn't for mordecai esther wouldn't have stepped out um, of her comfort zone and done something about it esther wouldn't have had the courage to go to the king and even just to declare that fast that she did so read about the story of esther in the book of esther you will find it it's quite interesting so if it wasn't for mordecai the story of Esther wouldn't have unfolded the way it did. And so sometimes we need people that push us, you know, that push us to do certain things that we know we need to do, but are too afraid to do it, to do. Um, I don't know if you have those people. If you don't have those people, pray for those people and be that kind of a person to someone, be that friend to, um, be that friend that encourages others to do the, the, what god has called them to do right um so the bible is filled with examples of the importance of people and it really just shows us how people are important the value of people it shows us how important people are so god can send someone to give you strategic information you know that you need in your life um Looking back right now, or just to share a recent example, is how 
uh, this previous year, I feel like God um, used so many different people to just help me even navigate um, my last academic year. I feel like I was able to navigate through it easier than the other years, mostly because I had a lot of help from people, and also I was in I was very intentional to ask for the right information. One thing I've learned is that if you are in university, having the right information is so important, guys. I can never overemphasize this. Having the right information is so important. Make sure that you have the right information. Because sometimes you can be studying, but you're studying the wrong information, you know. Have you ever just come out of an exam room, write an exam, and you are struggling, you know. You are struggling to answer the questions in the exam. And you come out of the exam only for people or your classmates or your friends to say that they had the exact paper, they had gone through the similar paper, maybe it was a past paper that you didn't have, and they managed to answer the exam with ease, you know, because they they had the right information, but you didn't have the information because you didn't ask. And so sometimes we have not because we don't ask, even the Bible says that. So I think as a student, please take this. If you're a student, make sure you have the right information. Your seniors or the people in a higher grade than you, in a higher semester than you, are some of the most important people you can ever have in uni. So get close to those people. Acquaint yourself with the right information and have the right information even as you prepare for exams because you will never know. Um, you will never understand. Like, you'll be surprised how life will become so much easier for you, right? Because sometimes, obviously, sometimes lecturers change things and whatnot, but you're so much better being in the know than not you know so ask for the right information ask from people don't be a loner do not be a loner join study groups and whatnot so acquaint yourself with the right information your seniors are so important because they have experienced those lecturers before they have written the similar exams that you're about to write so they have a better hand and a better eye rather they have better experience to you know share with you even as you navigate your way through school. So make sure you acquaint yourself with those people and get the right information. The right information or the information that you need is with people. So you see how people are important again. Um, and God can, you, can, can send you friends that help you navigate difficult situations or difficult, difficult seasons. And I think constantly in my life, I have seen how important people are and how friends are important or even just people in my life my my family um my church mates one of the vivid experience so far that i can even just share with you guys is how my connection group has been so consistent some of the people in there i have built stronger bonds with i call them big sisters now and they've been there for me like in some of my difficult uh, difficult times and I can never thank God enough. I feel like that was um, also being because I was, I I put myself in the right, um, in the right group if I could say so. And I think it's it's also important to find yourself in the right group, so in the right company, because it's from there that you'll be able to find friends, right? 
Um, and God can also send mentors, you know, for your growth, which obviously I've already talked about this. Even just mentors in different areas of your life, your professional life, your school life, your personal life, different areas. If you're married, obviously, you know, maybe a couple and whatnot, God can provide those people to help you grow in the different areas of your life. So almost everything that we want, everything that we want to, you know, that we want in our life is basically a relationship away. Um, there's something that the girl in the video mentioned that was so profound and she talked about how it's not enough to have talents and gifts you must understand the power of having valuable relationships and i feel like that was so profound i feel like most of us can actually relate to that because there are some people who are very talented you know you probably know some people who are very talented but they haven't gone so far because they don't have the right connections but then there's also people who are average but they've gone so far in life because they have the right connections and they've put themselves in rooms where they can be discovered and whatnot. So all that is just to say and show you and I how important people are. So before I started recording this podcast, I was quickly aware of the different people that I was going to be talking to and the different people that this podcast is going to reach. And many of you have been hurt by people. You know, you may have listened to this podcast and you've heard, okay, Naomi, these are the people that you're saying that, you know, we must appreciate the people that you're saying that I gift. But these are the same people that have hurt me. My family has hurt me. My friends, my close friends have hurt me. And I know that can be so hard to reconcile with, to appreciate and understand the gift of people but also having been hurt by the same people i think can be so hard to reconcile with and it can be so hard to just it can be hard to understand right but i feel like god put it on my heart to even just mention this that you need to ask you need to surrender to god's ability to help you forgive right um you need to let go of that hurt and as much as that is you know, that that's easy to say right now. I know that can be so hard to do. So that's why you don't have to rely on your on yourself. And that's why I'm saying, like, I want you to surrender to God's ability to help you forgive those people that have hurt you because it is for you at the end of the day, right? And another thing that was on my heart was that God wants to restore um, those broken relationships in your life, right? Some of you have these great relationships, but because people have hurt you, and so you no longer have that, and you no longer have, you no longer trust people, right? You just don't want to do anything with people because people have hurt you, and you feel like they don't matter anymore. But I pray that God um, will help you even just, you know, will soften your heart. And as you let him, God wants to restore your relationships and another thing that was on my heart was that you know whatever the enemy meant for evil god has already turned it around for your good um i feel like these three things are the things that were actually on my heart surrender to god's ability to help you forgive and god wants to understand that god wants to restore those relationships and even if you don't want but like god wants to help you you know um, be at peace with whatever relationship hurt you um, with whatever person it is 
and that whatever it is that you know the enemy meant for evil god would turn it around for your good i think the bible has examples a lot of examples where you know a certain relationship someone did something bad to someone and whatever they did just god turned it around and it was for their good right so allow god to help you forgive if you are that person who is still living in hurt you didn't stumble upon this for no reason i think it was for a purpose that you're listening to this and god wants to help you and if you are also another person who's saying like okay amazing stuff now me whatever you said in this in this podcast is amazing but i do not have such people i do not have such friends i don't know where to find such friends where do i find such friends where do i find these examples that you're where do i find such friends that are you know similar to the examples that you're giving or where do i find the friends that you're talking about you know the amazing friendships that you're talking about i do not have that in my life one of the things that i was very intentional to do obviously even at an, at a very young age and even before going to school at uni i i think first year before i even went into school, when i just knew that i was going to go to university one of, thing, one of the things that i was very intentional to do was to pray about the people that i was going to meet um i prayed about my roommates i prayed about my friends i prayed that god would provide the kind of friends that he wants me to have the friends that will help me so you know and i also prayed about my roommates i prayed that my roommates would be awesome people and they have been you know i really um when i look back i feel like god was very intentional to put um the different people that i that i lived with obviously there were different characters the usual university life but looking back god was very intentional to bring along the right people that I needed for that particular season. And yes, in as much as I did pray, obviously that's like one of the things that you can do. You can pray that God provides you with awesome people around you. Another thing that you can do is just be intentional about putting yourself in rooms, taking yourself to rooms and places where you can find amazing people. You can't take yourself to crazy places and hope that you would find, you know, amazing people i don't know just be intentional as well to take yourself to place and find yourself in rooms where you can find um awesome people and also in as much as yes we have different personalities you may be an introvert i think i consider myself an introvert obviously even though people think that i become an extrovert when i talk to people but i think one of the things that you can also do is just step out of your comfort zone if you find somebody cool find somebody awesome i i i think I have been very intentional about choosing my friends. I don't know if you ever think about it. Sometimes people choose you, you don't choose them, and sometimes you can actually be intentional to choose them as their friend, as you as your friend. And I think I've done a lot of that. Like I have been very intentional to choose my friends. Like when I find somebody amazing and I see somebody cool, I become intentional about choosing them as my friend or choosing them to be my life but be intentional about you know just saying hi to people don't put yourself in this box of oh i'm an introvert i think sometimes we miss out a lot because we put ourselves in these boxes of hey i'm, I'm an introvert i fail to talk to people and one on i think just start sometimes just start a conversation put yourself in 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 a way 
that that person can also like see you if if you are scared to talk to them find a way of just you know opening up and saying hi or you know putting yourself in a place where that person can see you so that you can make friends you can be friends with them another practical thing you can do is be the friend that the friend you are looking for is looking for in other terms just be the friend that you'd love others to be to you right like start by being a good friend yourself and last thing is some of us already have good friends around some of us have amazing connections around us i think sometimes we're just lazy to nature those relationships and so i hope this encourages us all to just nature the relationships and the friendships that we have around us with our family with our friends with our classmates all these relationships are so vital and yeah make sure you just step out of your comfort zone to do what you can do because you never know what these relationships we will heal i am recording this podcast as your one right now so i need to sleep so good night good morning good afternoon see you in the next episode i can't wait to talk to you soon If you've listened up to this far, thank you so much. Please do not forget to subscribe to this podcast using whatever application you may be hearing this episode on. This will notify you whenever I put up new episodes. And let's continue these conversations on social media. Find us at The Outlook Podcast on both Facebook and Instagram. I cannot wait to hear from you.